Hi, I'm Alan Sentier, the Heartful Badass Coach. Being badass is about being the real you, being strong, feisty, confident, knowing your own truth and walking it, feeling the fear and doing it anyway, with a heart full of joy and boundaries that really work. I learned how to be the real me through telling and writing stories, and now I'm a best-selling author as well as a badass psychotherapist and coach. I tell stories a lot in podcasts and blogs and in the coaching programs I do. Being authentic, living your own story, that's being the real badass you. And being real badass is being full of heart, caring. Because we've lived through all that shit, haven't we? So we know it in our bones and we really do truly feel compassion. So come on. Let's do some badassery. Let's change ourselves and watch the whole world change around us. Let's make our lives, our businesses and our hearts sing. Hello, people. Um, I'm really lucky today in my morning and in Beatrice's afternoon because we live a long way apart. Beatrice comes from, well, she doesn't come from, she lives in Bangkok. and. She's an amazing woman, and I found her because she has badass in her title. And you know, that's what I love. So I'm really going to be talking about badass and how she works it, because it's she's a branding person. And let me get this right, a branding awareness person. And that is something I desperately need. Well, don't we all? And she does it from a totally off-the-wall badass organic process and I was reading that it says it was the recession that changed your mindset and I know there's a story back there so can you start telling it (laughs) well thank you for having me here today firstly uh Ellen it's uh amazing and yeah so I I've always been interested in marketing and branding and it played a role in everything that I've done. Uh, (laughs) Even from when I was in Australia, I started off in hotels. Um, I've managed hotels, but it's, I was lucky enough to spend 10 years in a country, Myanmar, where wherever you work, you're putting on many hats. It's not just the one hat. You're not like, okay, I'm the general manager of the hotel. That's all you need to do. No, (laughs) I had the opportunity to do all of the the marketing, the branding, and getting the face of the hotel out there. So it's always played a part in there. And I, I really enjoyed it. And that's why I have no regrets about everything that I've done in my life. It's led me to where I am now and who I am now. Um, but a lot of people be like, well, you've been in real estate, you've been in hotels, you've been in um, e-commerce, you've you've been a chief operations officer, you, you've managed a hotel. How does any of that like link up? And It all does because it's something that has given me that opportunity 
to explore branding mm-hmm. in so many different nuances. And that's why I can understand it from a, a lot of different perspectives, be it high-end, ultra-luxury, mm-hmm. five-star, to, you know, what I put out with Badassery, which is it's just, that's me, you know, I'm, I'm putting my brand out there. Yeah. And because of the military coup, so in Myanmar, there was a military coup in 2021, mm. first of February, and a week before that, my father passed away. So yeah, it was, it was a very, very difficult time for me. Um, so the the job, the chief operations officer role that I had, I enjoyed that. Like I was able to put together a two-week fantastic marketing campaign that brought 40K US dollars in sales in two weeks. Mm. And then all of a sudden it's it's gone and my yeah. father's passed away. And I'm like in another country <laughs> on a video chat after two days of no internet or no access to the rest of the world go with complete strangers these are things that you need to donate these are things to keep for for my dad and you know we, we were all hoping that hey look this is not going to be a thing it's not going to be something that stays for a long time but it did and so finally in end of July that year uh, I left the country, came to Thailand because it is somewhere where, you know, I, I've been frequently, you know, it's it's one hour flight, right, from, yeah. from Thailand to Myanmar. And, yeah, I, even though uh, my employer at the time was like, you know, well, it's fine, we'll, we'll pay you. I'm like, you're using your savings. Let's Let's not do this. I will find something else. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. But a year later, because of the recession and so many big corporations letting go of high-level staff, yeah. high-level people, all the roles that I applied for, they were, they were like, yeah, we love you and you're perfect for this. But we've just had this vice president apply <laughs> for the same role. And I'm like, right, yeah. <laughs> you I would I would take that as well yeah. and it's, it's like they're also reducing you know they're, they're going for a, the the lower right the VPs or that sort yeah. of thing and they're not yeah. okay so I got to a year point and I was like you know what this has got to be a sign this uh, has got to be yeah. it yeah and I've already swum out to the middle of the ocean. I'm already in the middle of the ocean. Mm. There is no going backwards, right? (laughs) So let's go. Let's try this. And, you know, obviously there was a lot of thought behind it, you know, between what to name it, the logo, what to go for, because I originally started with growth marketing and brand strategy. And I was like, too many things, too many things, yeah. Too many things, exactly. And, you know, the more I really looked inside, the mm. more I saw that brand strategy resonates with me more. I can talk about it so much more passionately. I can help so much more yeah. because it played a far bigger 
stands in my life. And right for whoever works with me, also, they have that massive marketing experience where I've been a director of marketing. I've been sales and marketing manager for various companies as well. They they get that as an added benefit, but I'm focused in on their brand strategy and mm. how to really get the eyes of the people that, because marketing focuses on the 5% of people who are ready to buy. Yes, that's really important to remember, isn't it? Because it is, it is. You go out there, and I mean, we've known each other for a few months, and you know, I was like, yes, I'm available for everybody. I'm very good for everybody. La la la. And you were sort of saying, no, you are not. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is perfect. And you've got to get that over. And a lot of people don't. It's so, so how true. Do you do that with people. It, sorry, I didn't catch the question. How do you how do you get people to to stop being available to everybody and a jack of all trades and you know master of none and all of this stuff and be yeah. what they are, what they're to, really good at? To a certain degree, it's a lot of being blunt uh, mm. and saying that this is there. If you think about it realistically. Are you going to have the time to do all of those different things, whether it be fashion, blogs, finance? Do you really have the time realistically to focus on all of those things? For one. Mm. And secondly, it's all about asking those tough questions that people haven't necessarily thought about themselves because there's so much in that bottle that they can't see the label on the outside exactly exactly yeah 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 and that sort of rings bells for me because um i think i'm getting towards which is partly your help um my own thing and i'm a writer and i'm about telling stories but I'm also about helping other people tell their story. Now, how much do you use that? Because I find that they, oh, nothing happened to me. I'm really boring. I've got no life at all. And then you start dig, 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 dig. And they have. So how do you use that? That's happened a lot. And to a degree, we're we're all um we're all trained. Mm. for to think in that way yeah societally we're just like okay myself I can't blow my trumpet exactly you you grow up being okay you know let's hype this person up this person is amazing let's look at this magazine rather than looking at what our own strengths are and that's why people struggle to write up um resumes yeah to write up websites about themselves Mm. to write up a brochure yeah it's it's often like they they just go on google and find words that fit in for themselves rather than something that really resonates yeah and it is so much about really digging in and asking questions to make them think in a different way so if for example i ask a question and it's it's still hitting in one direction i'll try to ask a different question which will make them think differently about that and unlock that side of themselves that, hey, you know what? I actually do have all of these other things to give. 
I I am different in this way and I can look at it from this way because it is in all of us. It is. And indeed. it's just yeah. society that's just been like, no, you are not yourself. You need to fit in with everybody else. Absolutely. And that is something that um, I absolutely hate. And I don't think you're very keen on it either. <laughs> and neither, and I want to introduce him now because I think he really ought to come in. You may not realize this, but Beatrice has a familiar spirit. He normally goes around with a large baseball bat. You don't happen to have a picture of him there, do you? I do not. She's, oh, we'll do she's oh, always... we'll do on the on the YouTube. We'll get it up there. But yeah, yeah. Who's he? She is my... I beg her pardon. Oh, <laughs> I've made a right cock up there. <laughs> it's okay. She 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 only gets angry at people who don't take their branding strategy seriously. Otherwise, she's very, you know, very chill. <laughs> so Rue is my kangaroo sidekick, who also features in my logo. Um, you'll see her with uh with the badass baseball bat and shades but you also see really some cool. of my videos Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so she's she's a symbol of strength and power because in reality like the the kangaroos their kick is over 800 uh pounds of force yeah so you do not want to be on the wrong side of that. Even, <laughs> even if you're driving, they will do more damage to your car if you hit them than you do to them. They'll just like be like, oh, what, you hit me? And then just bounce off and you have a massive dent in your car. <laughs> it is the epitome of badassery. Indeed. And they're so amazing to look at. And The little ones. The little ones, but even the big ones, you know, and when the, the, you know, when a couple of guys are after the same gal and, you know, they're having a fight about it, it's sort of like impressive. Mm -hmm. And, you know, fun fact, I just found out a week ago. You'll find them out in the middle of a lake, just chilling, like up to here in the water. And like they'll have this like look, like, hey, come in. Like, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> and they will try to push whoever comes in underwater and drown them. What? Um, yeah, right. Uh, I, I was gonna go to Australia. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out for the drop bears. <laughs> I will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll stop in Bangkok on the way as well. <laughs> Hell yeah. There's less things that can kill you here. It's fine. <laughs> but the idea of this fantastic Muz Kangaroo, Miss Roo, um and how cool she is and how strong she is i think we all need something like that and yeah. how, you know do you introduce her when you've got a new client um or does it come up sometimes organically or what how does she come in how does she she's your sidekick so how does she work with you <laughs> well she's she's always been there on the side she's uh you know comes in with an extra tip here or there 
um, just just to give that you know the badassery brand that extra je ne sais quoi you know like that that, that's something same as if you go on LinkedIn right and you see Roman Palenko with like uh, Pinky the Flamingo it's (laughs) certain brands they've picked something that makes people just remember them and I don't mean just go out there and pick an animal no it may not be yeah it It might not it's not for everybody and the same thing is what I put in a lot of my content Mm -hmm. this is an idea but it is not for everyone Mm -hmm. just because I'm being humorous being witty and putting in um all these edgy kind of things does not mean this is for everyone it's not one size fits all no I've had a lot of people come to me going how do I be as humorous as you in my voice I'm really trying to have that like edginess I'm like you need to see what who you are yes be true to yourself and that's what you're going to be remembered for not for being like you know crazy with a baseball bat and (laughs) (laughs) or some lunatic badass old woman with a cap you know (laughs) either no (laughs) exactly we all have our thing and if we do it well It is what people will remember us for. Yeah, yeah. I find um, for myself and when I'm working with clients that um, whatever it is that really turns them on, and it may be an animal or it may be something else, um, if they can actually really bring that into their heart and say, yeah, I am this. And then they start to have the ideas of what they can do and how they do it. And it starts to figure out. But it's this people, like you said, we're not trained to be our real selves. We're not trained to be our story and to live it. And, exactly. and that's that's what that's why that's where my why comes out, you know. Yeah. yeah. The point is my why is so deep that I I want to make sure that it resonates with people. So my why, it's to challenge the norm and to emphasize the importance of doing what's true to oneself rather than what's expected by society. Yeah. And by uncovering a brand's unique purpose, I use that to create a memorable, distinctive identity. Mm. And, you know, in a world where fitting in is the norm, right? I strive for brands to stand out by being true to themselves and build their legacy. So building from that, that base, which is not that exterior, it's not those colors, it's not that logo. It is. It's right right inside. Yeah. Yeah. Why the values all of those things at the very bottom mm. need to be sorted first because then you're not going to have that problem later on. Like, oh, you know, what kind of logo should I have? What kind of name should I give it? You're going to, like, these things will come to you. Yeah, they will. Yeah. And, and I can agree with that because I'm still on the journey, but <laughs> I it is coming. And 
I find, and maybe this is why people come to you, is that I like to house a co-pilot. Now, I know I'm in minor trouble talking about co-pilots here because Microsoft have just taken off with this bloody AI thing, which they've decided to call co-pilot. So I'm about to set a legislation and sue them because they've nicked my name. <clears throat> like hell. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel always like try. Just be like, yo, you're Microsoft, let's go, let's go. Absolutely. Hey, you know, if I could borrow Rue, that would be really great. Um, cool. and, but it's it's true. People do like to have someone to help them through this because you've got somebody to bounce ideas off. You've got somebody to say, really, Ellen? Really, Beatrice? Is that what you want to do? And oh. you say, oh, oh. You know, and it brings you back to earth. And is that how you often find your work? Yeah, it, that's that's most of how I work. A lot of the conversations I have is trying to look at things from that outside perspective. Mm. Ra- yes, you know, find out what they've come to. Find mm. out everything from their side, you know, from your side. Yeah. What what struggles have you faced? Yes. What what's been going on until now? Mm. How how have you been building? Because only knowing those things, then can I ask those questions? Like, you know, what's this way of thinking about it? For example, yeah. You know, that's it's yeah. a lot of understanding where they're at mm-hmm. and what challenges they're facing. So that I can go back to those grassroots and ask those questions and be like, okay, well, have you thought about it this way? Yeah. It's the old what if questions again, isn't it? And which I just find is so useful. You just go into something and you sort of full of all the clutter of, you know, I need to do this, I need to have a database, I need to have a logo, I need to have colors, blah, 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 and all that shit. And you yeah. just sort of go, what if I was trying to sell this to a Martian? And it's completely crazy. Exactly. Because it's crazy, it sort of lets you out of the box. Exactly. It's, it's just posing that one question that people don't expect yeah yeah they're they're like i hadn't thought of that and they're like you immediately see them on a like video chat like this and they're like writing down notes you're like okay got it absolutely and this happened to me oh years ago years and years years ago because um i was on a training course which i suppose people would sort of think was a a version of mind mindfulness now it isn't it was it's a biofeedback course it's one of the people who invented it who i knew and who really worked it and he he had a beautiful voice and he spoke quite like this but he wasn't like that he was absolutely wicked and so we're all sitting there sort of you know waiting to get into our thing he says what what if i invited you for a weekend's underwater pony trekking. (laughs) (laughs) Your mind is full of all these cartoon pictures. You know, I think that's that's been 
one of my favorite parts about um doing all this this nostalgic stuff in my content so like the looney tunes the matrix and linking that up to branding brand strategy people just like Huh? This is not what I expected. <laughs> it's like there's, there's so much content out there, and it's just like you should do this, you should do that, and this is how you step through it. And it's just like, okay, we're always reading through this, and it's always the same. But yes. linking it to fun things, Harley Quinn. Um, I just did one on Dungeons and Dragons and yeah. Harley Davidson. The Matrix, oh, it is yeah. all kinds of. It is, and I'm just thinking to put it together a really big brand who everybody knows, and I don't like, but fair enough, that's okay. Coca Cola. Coca Cola has bagged Father Christmas. They use Damn. it. They Damn. use it every Christmas time. You come around. These are our colors. Father Christmas is like this. Father Christmas is like that. Cartoons, the whole schmuzzle. And um, I don't even like Coca-Cola so to drink it. So <laughs> it just hasn't got me. But it is so, it's about, a, it's about something crazy. It's about a story. It's about oh, yeah. what if. It's about Mission Impossible then, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's those colors, those attributes that they put to it, and it's something that will resonate on a to us on a very, very deep level. Yeah. The ones that do it really well, you don't even don't know forget. why they're resonating. No, you don't. No, it is. Uh, you know, to go back to the old nineteen fifties stuff, it is completely subliminal. And oh, yes. um, <laughs> but then loads of things are people. So do watch out and listen to what you get because there's a lot of subliminal stuff goes around, and you might not actually like it. You might not. That's, that's true. And I, I remember one of my original carousels. I did it on uh, the Marlboro Marlboro Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was one of the very subliminal things that. It's it's not about wanting to be a cowboy. No. It's not about that. It's about that adventure, that, you know, the sense of ruggedness mm. and everything that is associated to being a co- cowboy, yeah. to being that, um, I can do this. There's me and my horse and we're going to do this thing. Exactly. And even for women, you know, we we love that, like, that sexy, that, you know, strong, that adventurous and that 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 vibe to it. Yeah. There's something that we all have that affinity to. We do. do. And that's what made them so powerful. I I hate smokes, but what they did to around that brand is Amazing. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we we had one in Britain. I don't know if you ever saw it. It was um, a box of chocolates thing. The lady loves milk tray, and um, there was a time, there was a forever and ever series, you know, a soap thing um, about this sort of this spy who was 
been trapped and he has to try and get away. And everybody was watching it. And so they used that actor and he sort of climbs up walls and drain pipes and in windows and leaves a box of milk tray beside you or else you meet him in a cafe and he just drops the thing and disappears. So there's all this sort of like mystery and spying and, you know, and he's quite a sexy guy for the time. And so it was all being used. And all it was selling was a pretty box of milk chocolates. <laughs> it's, it's always the brands that don't go and just, yeah. hey, look, buy this, buy this. Yeah. If yeah. There's always something in front. And that brand, like, shows up in the back. They don't even be like, they don't even put it in front, right? No, no. And the best yeah. adverts now don't either. Yeah. Oh god! Yeah, like um, I think Belvedere, they they just used the um, the last James Bond guy. Oh yeah, I can't remember his name. He <laughs> was that memorable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm always gonna be a Pierce Brosnan James Bond. Oh guy. yeah, yeah. Him, yeah. him and um, not Roger Moore. Oh yeah, yeah, I know the other guy. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember his name either. Yeah, yeah. but like. Those two are the epitome of James Bond. But anyway, he they Belvedere hired this this guy, and he's just dancing around. That's it. That's the ad. Yeah, him dancing around and having like a Belvedere right at the end. That's yeah. and you, you you don't you, you're sitting there. What's this? What's this? Ad? What's this? Ad? What's this about? Exactly, and that's when it's got that attention. Yeah. yeah, because there is so much advertising these days that we just switch up yeah. be it on social media be it on billboards be it anywhere yeah we are not going to pay attention to that anymore it is gone back to those days where we would walk around in a marketplace and we would go to places because one of our friends said hey that vendor is a really good vendor they're like very memorable they always make these jokes it's gone back to that word of mouth. It's yes. gone back to the people, the human side, rather than buy this, buy this, buy this. Yeah. Look at this sale. Like, it, yeah. it doesn't work. Yeah, and I think, I mean, that is one of the good things that's happened and possibly, you know, everybody says, oh, COVID drove this, COVID drove that. Maybe it did, I don't know. But I've noticed it in the last couple of years that people are actually thinking more they're being mm. more discerning. They're asking their friends sort of says, well, you know, how about you go down to so-and-so and get your bread from him? It's really brilliant. And they say, why? What's so brilliant about him? And they will actually ask the question. And then, well, come with me and you'll see. And then so it becomes much more human and much more personal. And even on LinkedIn, mm. you know, you chat to people and you chat to people on video chats and that sort of thing. Like, you're in Bangkok and I'm over in England and we still chat and you say, Hey, have you seen so-and-so? Exactly. Exactly. It is there. There's two ways that I see of it. I see that because with COVID we've been inside on our computers, on our phones all the time, mm. our attention span has gone even lower than what it was already, which is just, pretty bad. beyond ridiculous like yeah. even thinking about it i noticed my memory 
is what like it dropped as well so I had to like yeah I, I did some um memory games just yeah. to be like okay I, I need to work on this because yeah. without me noticing I'm just purely focused on that moment or that you know that scroll and yeah. it's always there yeah. but at the same time because of COVID the other way of thinking of it is that because we missed that human contact we all want that more so now we really want to travel we really want to hang out with friends but we're going to be more selective about those friends because we we got used to staying at home we enjoy staying at home yeah 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 and I I quite agree with you and it's all of those things that you have it's like we have to completely undo all the old ways of um branding and thinking and shopping and and politics even which is a rubbish thing but we won't go there and uh, (laughs) um, (laughs) no 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 that's another that's another one (laughs) we'll do another one I I don't do I have nothing to do with politics no politics no religion I just do badassery that's it yep well badassery is where it's all at and it helps you to think, it helps you to discern, it helps you to say, well, actually, you know, yeah, that's great, Beatrice, but it's not my bag. And to learn that that's okay, that, you know, you don't have to like everything, you can like some things, you can like a person, but you may not like, you know, the beer they drink or something. And you don't have, because they're having Pilsner, you don't have to have Pilsner kind of thing. Exactly. And it's getting out of this, I call it getting out of this normal box. Yeah. Yeah. Getting out of that, okay, these are the expectations. Mm. We don't need to fit into those expectations. Mm. We just just because everybody else is looking for, hey, let's make money so that we can be happy. What? <laughs> why do we need to wait for the happiness exactly yeah why do we need to rely on any outside thing for our happiness isn't that just keeping the happiness one step out of our reach oh I'll be happy when I travel oh yeah. I'll be happy when I date or when I get married or I get a job or I get a promotion yeah it's never ending. Yeah. And it's it's never there. It's this tomorrow never comes stuff because it doesn't. And um, I will, I hope people are getting this from things like mindfulness. And it, mindfulness is not my thing. I call what I do presence, um, like living in the now and um, not escaping from it. A lot of people tend to use mindfulness to like, I want to get over my stress, I'll go and do some mindfulness. Well, if you were living present all the time, you would probably have ways not to even start with the stress. Not that it's ever going to go away, but um, you would know about it more. But apart from that, it's like people seem to be moving towards this whole thing of, I can be me if only I dare. Just dare. 
Just dare, just do it. Uh, you know, you know how difficult it is for some people to dare. Yeah, I mean, I've I've even had the same thing where you know there, there's this massive thing about meditation. Or meditations is kind of healthy. You should do this. And I don't know. I'm 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 one of those outliers that because I'm just try to focus on being present. Mm. All right, what am I feeling now? And yes. stepping through that yes. rather than, oh, I'm going to go step over there, sit down, have a, like a moment where that moment's not even going to be a moment because most people are like, come back. have 4,000 thoughts in there. <laughs> it's just like, okay, I'm feeling angry. Mm-hmm. Why am I feeling angry? Mm-hmm. Not, not just I'm angry. Let's break some things. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Like, what's the reason? What set it off? What is it really? Like, because the first answer is not really going to be a, it's always, but what is it really though? Yeah. yeah. It's that questioning yourself. And I've had friends go, you know, you're very, like, without meditating, you're very present and uh, whatever that word is, like, they've, they've been, you're, you're, you're doing that. I don't know how you're doing that. Yeah. And it is it is about actually being here. And like you say, asking those questions. Because it's a, what started this anger? And okay, so you go, yeah, um, the partner left the top off the toothpaste or one of those sort of standard jobs, you know. And it isn't actually anything about the toothpaste. Oh yeah. Um, and what is it down there? And often of course which is where people find it really hard is it comes back to something about you yes and um another one of my um, kind of insecurity or and we all have it it's not something that's going to just disappear and we're not bad or imperfect because we've got it it's just if we try and say it's something it isn't then we're not living in the present yeah and a lot of it, I think, is, and especially growing up with a very traditional European, like, parents that's, you know, they're, they're stoic, they're, they're not, like, you know, showing emotions, that sort of thing. And it's sort of, that's how I got through a lot of what I've been through. I'm, I've, like, lost my mom, lost my dad, had, like, very traumatic things happen. Yeah. And... I'll, I'll I'll let myself feel it for a moment mm-hmm. and then, okay, you know what? Like nobody else is going to deal with it except for myself. Exactly. Let's go. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's in a way it's not really healthy because you're not really feeling what you need to be feeling. And you actually need to go through that feeling. And there again is another place where it is we need company. We need someone to actually sort of like, hey, you know, I just want to scream and rage. Can I cry on your shoulder? And, you know, can I just rant at you for a minute? And would you just be there and listen? Oh, yes. And we all need it. And I I quite often sort of am that as a coach. And so like, do it to me. You know, it's okay. I haven't got to pick this up. I know it's not personal to me, but you can scream and rage and you can rant about whatever it is. And, Okay, and we come back down. But um, 
there's a very old saying, which comes, I think, from where the part of the world where you live. Um, and it is you can change anything. You cannot change anything except yourself. But in changing yourself, you will see the world change around you. Mm-hmm. And it happens. You change your attitude, other people's attitudes change to you. But you can't put on your, I'm, I'm chilled and positive today, coat. It's got to come from inside. It's got to come from those roots you were talking about. And you can't even force it. Some days you're going to be great. Some days you're not going to be great. And it's important to just to accept that, that you're allowed to not be okay. You're allowed to have those days where like, oh, my God, this is all going to hell. <laughs> yeah. You know, why did I wake up this morning? Can we just go back and I'll start again tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. There, There's always going to be those days. And yeah. I think it's it's developed or really focused on more so as entrepreneurs as solopreneurs as freelancers yeah those emotions are at our forefront because yeah. we are so focused on what we're doing that however we feel whether we positive like a lot of energy no energy and whatever in between will be right there in front yeah yeah and that's why i feel like it's spoken about so much more yeah. here great <laughs> then say for example i because i never used to talk about it when i was an employee no no yeah you have good days you have bad days but you're just going to work like instead of hi beatrice how are you i'm fine yeah and you're so, not <laughs> you're not and more people are starting to get into that but are you fine and yeah. it seems like and this is like a very sensitive topic but it seems like a lot of people are now talking about suicide and having those 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 days yeah those days where you you have to show yeah. or according to society you have to show that hey i'm happy i'm cheerful but on the other side of that instagram or that youtube video you're struggling you're in so much pain yeah. Yeah. and even in a lot of the cases people will be like this was my partner and i did not see this yes exactly yeah yeah and it, it's it's insane that that is the case, you know, and it used to be like mainly, okay, this is something that you see in Japan or, you know, because they're just, it's so focused on working that they're working like morning until late at night and there's that family pressure. You know, because of their culture kind of thing. And it, it was in Britain too. It's a lot better now. We don't all have to go on with our face. Oh, yeah. And uh, it it is so much better because when you actually, I mean, it's something that I'm hoping to get into with teams. It's like you go in and, you're you know, you're the team leader and you're sort of saying, 
shitty day today, shitty morning this morning. You know, partner had a heart attack and, yeah, I'm still here kind of thing. And, you know, that was over the top. But, you know, something happened. <laughs> and um, you can actually sort of say, guys, could somebody make me a coffee and just sort of support me for 10 minutes? And suddenly the team feel it's okay not to be okay. Yeah, yeah. And you notice when you I, – I did actually used to do this and I worked for the Ministry of Defence in – back 30 years ago uh, surprisingly you wouldn't think you'd find it there and sort of like <clears throat> guys you know what's up and you know fred how's this going what's up you you you're looking like shit this morning what do you need and they oh and half an hour later yeah. they'd be back on coding doing the whole stuff and everything and if we had a problem um it you know this sort of me sort of saying guys table and somebody would shout from that, give me 10, I'm in the coding, right? So make the coffee. Ten minutes later, the team was around. We've got this situation. You know, Houston, we've got a situation. And um, which we did actually use at the time because it was close enough. And now what are we going to do? And you chuck it onto the table and everybody, you know, including, you know, the young boy who was doing the filing for you, punted in ideas. An hour later, we got it fixed. Hell yeah. That is the best way. I I love that. And but you know and do it now, I understand. I need to get out there. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot harder. Yeah. I found because now we're all everybody's online. We're doing this via Zoom and you're not having that same energy that you would have if you're present in the same room and going. All right, so this is what's going on. This is the situation. Yeah. Let's let's have a think about it. Let's just shoot out random ideas. And those are where the best ideas have come from. I, yeah. And it's totally nuts. Apparently. I, I, I do miss that. I do miss that. And I try to do that via video chat as well. Like I'll I'll have coffee chats with people. Yeah. And we'll be like, okay. Let's let's do a collaboration, and we'll like I'll try to do the whole bounce it off, but at a certain degree, there's only a limited amount of time, and you're not having that same vibe as where you're in the same room together. I think a lot of people do feel that. I don't feel that so much, and I mean, hopefully, people will say we've both been quite sort of bouncy and vibey at each other and and bouncing off each other, but. I think it might be a bit like a mindset, like I can't be there because I'm not in person. And I'm not in Thailand with you, but I'm with you. At least I yeah. feel with you. We're present. We're present. We're, we've stopped everything else yeah. and we're focused in on this. And that is what, what's key because while it's, while we're separated because of technology, we're also closing massive gaps. Like you're in the UK, I'm in Thailand. I can speak to somebody in the US in a few yeah. hours from now. Yeah. I can have calls and I have had calls from around the world in one day. Yeah. Yeah. And so have I. And I had coaching calls like from Sydney um, or from, you know, Mexico or something like that. And, hey, you know, and you, 
usually start off with, I mean, usually would in the morning, like, hey, how's things? Um, but you, you're there with the person because you feel them. And yeah. actually, technology does not cut us off. I think it's brought us closer and I'm enjoying it. I mean, it's lovely, like chatting with you and uh, talking to some. I am talking to somebody else in Mexico later. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's it's great, but it's about being present for them. I suppose it's a little tiny thing and maybe it's something we could wind up on. It's like many people ask a question and then the person answers, but they're not listening to the answer. They're thinking, what can I say next? Mm-hmm. Yep. I hope I haven't done that to you today. <laughs> not that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you'd have known. But people, we could go on for hours, but we've both got things to do. And so we're going to close up. But... All of Beatrice's details, can't speak this morning, all of her details will be in the show notes on the podcast and on YouTube. And I shall, I hope Beatrice will be sending this around on her YouTube channels as well when it comes out. It's not coming out immediately. So as you know, I schedule my stuff. But if you want to be badass, well, you've got both of us because we're both badass. Um, if you want to be badass branding, go to Beatrice because she's amazing and get in with Rue because Rue is really the master behind it. No, she's not. You are. <laughs> you both are. But it's, it's, been, a balance. it's been great talking to you. And we, I think we've walked everywhere. And hopefully we can do it again in a few months. We, we've covered a big ground. <laughs> gone from branding uh wait sorry recession branding uh, being present internet it it shows all the hallmarks of an amazing discussion and the kind of discussions that I usually end up having and people just like I get that yeah and I do too and it's really great and yeah I get that so Bye-bye for now, people. Um, See you again in the next episode. And call Beatrice if you want a nice, badass kangaroo. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Bye. Well, hey, I hope you enjoyed that. Hope it pulled out some new ideas and new ways of looking at life, the universe, and everything. And I'd love to know your comments, so do send them to me. Doing and being badassery is fun. It makes your heart sing. And that helps everyone. And it helps you put the soul back in your life and in your business. Business, when it's really working, is fun, full of badass reality and makes your heart sing. So let's stick all those rubbish old work ideas of toil and drudgery in the compost caddy. Let's recycle them into something fun and useful. That's what badassery is about, having fun and being useful. If you'd like more, get on my website, www.ellensentier.com. Sign up for my newsletters and check out my lives and vlogs. Let's get to know each other. Let's get together, have fun, grow your life and make your heart sing. 
Let's be real. Come on, let's light our fires. Let's be real. 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 Let's be real